Hi, my name is Trish, the core behavioral therapist, and my guest today is a phenomenal woman. Her name is Erica Adams. She was born in South Florida. She went to the College of Academy of Arts in San Francisco, and um, she got a degree in um, advertising, and she can tell you more of that. What was your, hi Erica, how are you? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Nothing much. Um, so can you tell us about your, um, what you went to school for? Yeah, so um, I went to Academy of Art University. I went to, I did advertising, creative strategy. Mm -hmm. Fun fact is like originally I did like photography and yeah. I was like, I'm going to go to school to be a photographer. Like I right. love doing that stuff. And then um, I went to like my first class and they were like t talking about f-stops and lighting. And I was like, I don't have time for this. All I care about is like Photoshop. Like I can just fix it up really quick and instead of going to like a six hour class. And they were like, well, uh, you, I care more about the concept than the actual edit, like than the actual like process of taking the picture, which was like slapping photographers across the face. That's horrible. So they were like, you need to go to the advertising department if you only care about concepts. So I was like, okay. And then to the advertising department and So you ended up loving advertising. That's pretty awesome. Um, for like different like types of uh campaigns and stuff and then um after uh, that was like 2014 and then um after 2014 i ended up going to work at like this uh <laughs> this engineering firm for like a year um called like guide by cell and what's so funny is like we were it was like this guy and he just wanted to like create all these type of like tech apps and i was doing like a uh, project managing there Okay. But that's when I started to get into tech. So then that just led me to Wix. That's so awesome. So you're in tech and you work for Wix. I remember visiting you there. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So what do you do at Wix? More creative or advertising um, type of things? or Actually, no. So I have not worked in my advertising. I have not used my advertising. Oh, wow. At all. Yeah. So I deal with like product um, at Wix. So um, right now I'm working on the chatbot so helping those features get pushed out and building some stuff and ai and machinery type things um it's really fun and i also do um seo and what's seo that was worked. so seo is like uh it's search engine optimization so it was like the product where after you finish building a website on wix yeah. Like your website needs to go on Google, right? So right. what we would do is like, there's like a, a builder kind of like a, a, like a flow that you would have to go through after you build your website yeah. and it would make sure that you've done like this checklist of things to make sure your site is listed on Google to make sure you have keywords, like stuff like that. So that's kind of like what I was doing. Um, well, what I have been doing at Wix. <laughs> That's so awesome. I actually yeah. use Wix for um, one of my websites. So yes. Erica, you also have a podcast. Um, can you tell me the name of the podcast? Oh, yeah. So um, my um, podcast is called Fresh Melanin. It's actually uh, a co-hosting. So it's me and I have also a co-host called, um, her name is called, her name is uh, Anissa. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, so we have been doing this podcast for about like, maybe like three years I want to say that's a long um, time. yeah yeah it's a pretty long time it's a really long steady road and you have to really enjoy it yeah. um 
we enjoy it so much that we don't even like look at how many like listeners we have half the time. We have to like remind ourselves, like, oh, go check. Um, we literally love just talking about tech. It's like an on-air safe space for women of color and tech. And uh, we just talk about like different topics and then like put our two cents in, um, inside of it. Think of it as like uh, talking about algorithms and yeah. then also talking about like Cardi B. So it's like a little bit of like everything. Shout out Cardi B. Yes, shout out to Cardi B. Down Bronx. Yeah, that's so awesome. So when you look at your algorithms, um, what has surprised you about the algorithms? Algorithms Um, basically, you want to go into that a little bit. Explain what that is for some folks who may not know. Yeah. So basically, it's like. What's the best way to explain it in layman's terms? Okay, so think about it like Instagram. Instagram has does things a certain way. There's an algorithm to Instagram. So if you do something, then something happens, and then it learns off of this, and it just keeps going. So that's kind of like an algorithm. That's, that's what I would say it is. Um, but also, I'm like the queen of Siri, where I'm just like, hey, Siri, what's an algorithm? <laughs> and like, I just say, okay, this is what it is. But um, that's kind of like how I think of it. But um, I'm the queen of Google. I just Google stuff. Yeah, literally on my Instagram, that is my, uh, that's my uh, bio. Really? Certified Google searcher. I swear. It is on there. I have no shame. (laughs) No shame. I can find information. I love it. I love data. I love finding stuff. Me too. Um, I looked at mine and I only so far have um, listeners from the United States, but it would be cool to branch out and see other countries and people. Yeah. Which is cool. But I just started out. You've you've been in the game. It'll happen. Like I go on there and I see people from like India and like, I don't even know anybody. Like, I don't know where, (laughs) how these people are listening or they're loyal though. So I'm like, I love you. Like shout out to you because (laughs) wherever you are out there, like I love it. But also like, I think what happens is people put your podcast on other uh, on other platforms, or if you have an RSS feed um, and you take it and you put it through certain distributions, it'll place it automatically in other places. So maybe that's also how you get followers from other, I mean listeners from other places. And I always like I'm constantly commenting on people's posts, like in my uh, podcast account. Like I'm always like boosting people up like yes girl like this is amazing i love it um it just builds community too and i make sure i talk within the community of the people that are um, interested in my podcast that's awesome you're changing yeah. the world women <laughs> i love that you're changing the world Color in tech that's pretty that's a big deal I think. yeah there's not a lot of us <laughs> no there's not um there should be more um you know, I know a little bit personal uh, history about you and growing up yeah. and, and stuff like that. Um, we actually met at church and we served where together? We actually oh my God. together. Yes, resources. <laughs> shout yeah. out to resources. If you sell books, if you sell t-shirts, shout yeah. out to you. Resourcing people to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a great way to meet people too. I mean, no, you know what? Okay, so that's that was my story. I did not, I did not, I was like, I want to get involved in church. I want to, um, you know, not just like be there. Like I really want to get involved and I wanted to go there so that I build community. And I was yeah. like, I can't build community. Cause what, literally what I did was I go to church. I'd be there right after PSG waiting for the yeah. doors to open. I would play my video game on my phone. 
and I just wait there for the doors open. And then I was like, okay, if I, I want to meet people, but I have a lot of people don't know, but like, I am very like social anxiety to the max. Like Ooh, I do I not, not know like, that. Yeah. I I'm very introverted, like around groups. Like I do not, I don't like to be the center of attention. Like I don't want to go on Hi. stage. I don't want to I don't know. I just, it's like, just not my thing. Like, I don't want to do any lives. Like, I don't want to do anything like that. I'm serious. I just can't. So, um, I was like, I need to, um, find a volunteer group. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do resources because with resources, I'm not forced to go up and speak to people, you know, they come to you. Snaps. And you know what else? Not only do they come to you, they cannot pass as border because it's like this is like my safe space. Like nobody across. I've met a lot of people that way. That's that's cool. Yeah. I met so many people. Like the same people come up all the time, or new people, or it's like it's it's like a safe space, and like people come to the resource center when they don't know anybody. Also, it's like when they're when everybody's like just up and paired up or just talking and stuff it's like you have nowhere to go you're gonna go act like you're window shopping okay you're gonna go over here and just <laughs> and i'm just like yep yeah, hey what's up i'm here again this week well, again so, cool. so it is um can you talk about um i'm really happy you found resources and it makes you yeah. happy um but can you talk about the social anxiety what what does that look like for you um i would say it's more of just like uh I like to just be in my own zone I think that's what it is like I like to just I don't like hugs from other people like I don't want to I like to have my bubble like don't cross this line like you stay over here I stay over here and we can still communicate and talk so and I don't like it's I hate saying this I sound like a horrible person but like I don't like, I suck at group activities. Like, I just, I don't. How do you know? Have you tried? Yeah. Like, I, when I do it, it's fun. But, like, when it's, like, something that's forced, I just don't. Like, I'm not with it. Like, I get very, like, oh. Yeah. Like, i rather just watch. I'm very, I'm, I'm very much of an, an observer. Like, I rarely am going to be, like, just saying something out of the blue. Unless, I, unless I'm, like, you sit right next to me at work and I, you've known me for this long period of time or like, I really, really, really know you. And like, we're in like, I don't know, just like one of my best friends, something like that. I'm not somebody that's going to be like, ah, like all over the place, but I like to just keep to myself sometimes. Yeah. So were you loving the quarantine then when we were? Girl, yes. I saw your video. Oh my know God. <laughs> I was loving it. I still am. Like, I mean, thank God I have a job, yeah. you know? Yeah. And thank God. I, I, I mean, this is a one time, actually, I wish I had roommates. I don't have any roommates. Right. So it's literally just me and my cat. Shout out to Leslie. <laughs> so it's just me and my cat. And then just more of like, it's great. It's me and my element. I can be at home all day. But now that it's like, I can't go outside. And I can't really do much. It kind of like sucks a bit. But like if I could like still go on vacation, that'd be great. But yeah. um, I've been still like managing fine. Like this is like, this is good for me. Like I really enjoy being by myself, 
not having to like leave or be in like a group setting or I'm just like well, relaxed. I saw, I saw your videos and I was like, wow, this girl is having such a great time by herself. I want to be like her. <laughs> Can we talk about your videos? On Wait, which video? Oh, girl, you know videos. You were like, Wait, which she was like dancing. She oh, yeah. Class. I mean. Yeah, so look, I love. Like, seriously. I love dancing. And so funny because of how much of like introverted I am at certain times. I get, I'm like sweating in my, like my armpits are sweating. Like when I go to those classes, I'm the one who, when they do the warm up, they do like a warm up, right? And you walk back and forth with your heels on. And I will go in the bathroom. I kid you not. Why? And until the warm up is done and then come out, because I just want to learn the choreography. I don't want everyone to watch me as I walk across the floor. Like, I don't want any. Wow. I'm wow. that, I am that social, I have that much social anxiety. It's kind of like funny, but like, I don't, I'm not like crying about it. I just know myself and I'm like, I just want to be here for this part. So I just tell myself, I don't need to be here for this part. And nobody is like, oh my God, where's Erica? So it's okay. <laughs> so you knew your limits, you knew your limits, but check exactly. it out. You were dancing exactly. in front of and, people. And just to be able to record it, like, and, I, and that to me was like, I, and that's one of the reasons I took this class. Shout out to Ashley Worley, because she's a great Worley? choreography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, choreographer, I'm sorry. Ashley Worley, she's in Oakland oh, okay. at Trillian <laughs> Studios. Mm -hmm. And um, she, um, I went to college with her actually. And then we just hung out like maybe like four years later randomly. I'm like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were a dance teacher. And she was like, hey, I haven't seen you forever. So um, cool. the, her classes give me so much confidence and make me feel so good about myself that I continue to go even when I'm scared. I'm like, or I continue to go even when, even when I'm in quarantine, you know? And even when I'm just like by myself, I'm still gonna like, take the class and I'm still gonna like feel in my element and feel like sexy and then also just feel very confident and good about myself mm -hmm. um I love it that's so awesome um yeah would you say that helped you get through the whole isolation bit with the um social anxiety and working for a tech firm that basically dancing be around people and actually publishing your videos would you say that helped you get more peace within yourself um no. yeah I think dancing definitely gets me out of my element um it gets me out of my head um it also not even just dancing like just doing something that is not work that I can enjoy um and be proud of like right now I'm also taking like a class um this intro to computer science class and it's difficult but I really really love it and I'm doing it for myself. So stuff like doing things for myself make me feel at peace because it's like, I'm not, I'm no longer putting energy into other people. And I think that's also part of the social anxiety that I have a lot. It's just putting so much energy into so many people that by the time like I'm at home, like I feel like I have, I'm so just drained, you know? So being here like at home, for me is like re-energizing. Like I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna be able to do so much stuff when I get out because like of how energized I am. It's like I've been on um, a charger for like five months and like now I'm fully loaded, 100%. Wow, that's, that's great. Like 
So did you have energy to date and stuff during quarantine? <laughs> yeah, you want to know what's funny? So like, yeah, so what's funny is so I have a boyfriend and um, he... Oh, congratulations, awesome. <laughs> you got a boyfriend during quarantine? No, quarantine? which is so funny. Oh. So I, we were um, dating before quarantine. I was and... like, what's your secret? Yeah. <laughs> what's funny is like no listen so he was we were dating before quarantine like uh and then he actually moved to new york um in like around shout out to new york. york yeah shout out to new york um i'm well, i'm shouting out new york i've never even been there like shout out to new york <laughs> don't listen to me no but i'm like yeah i'm just going along <laughs> no but um he actually moved to new york in like december and um then COVID happened in New York and Dang. I was in SF and like it was just a it was just like what a coincidence so um actually, yeah so we were actually dating before lot, I heard this happened to a lot of people where they met someone right before COVID and yeah into relationships and then all of a sudden COVID hit and then yeah relationships are just starting and stuff so yeah how did, that how did you maneuver all of that well, no, we were actually dating for like two years. Oh, like okay. we've been dating. And um, so it's just weird that he moved in December. And I've, this is the first time I've been in a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like new to me, but it's also very worth it. So um, I think if anybody does anything like that, make sure it's worth it. And it's make sure it's something that you really want to do. Um, Cause it's not easy, but it's worth it if you want yeah no it's really not easy at all um i have to like talk dedication. myself dedication and a lot of trust i think yeah it's a lot of trust it's also a lot of like um understanding yourself and understanding your own needs and understanding how you feel like you're loved so a lot of the times um well i don't want to speak for majority but for myself um it's a teaching point of learning more about myself um, versus like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, just versus like learning about, uh, like, uh, us as a couple together. So I think that it's really good. Um, I feel like also space is good for people. Um, and not a lot of people like to hear that. It's not like the oh, best thing to hear, but space is space. I mean, temporary space, not, not saying like forever, but, um, it's it's good it's healthy and it also uh helps sorry it also helps with like lots of uh knowing yourself not it not helps with knowing yourself but like it helps with um the way you learn about yourself okay that's that's so interesting so cool i think you brought up a really great point i think a lot of people are getting to know themselves and push themselves during this time um and then all of a sudden the black life lives matter movement mm -hmm. hit but reality is it's always been around it's just that and yeah. I, I said this in a couple uh other episodes video is now at our fingertips so it's just getting much more recognition now um, yeah has this affected you in any way or no what's been happening um it depends on effect i do think affects it it does affect me because like all of a sudden like everybody is talking about it right and before like i mean 
I talked about it. Me and my friends talk about it all the time because that's just what how we live. Like, you know what I mean? Like those are just our normal everyday experiences mm-hmm. or you just hear from somebody or you'd have an experience and talk about it with your friends or something like that. Um, and I'm talking about like my black friends or just like anybody that's like a person of color that I've been hanging around with for a long time to trust and talk to somebody about that. So for us to, uh, for now the whole world to talk about it, it's just like a lot different. It's, Sometimes I get very like, um, uh, it's almost like that social anxiety thing again. It's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like now everybody wants to talk about it and just to like, sometimes for me, it becomes like, I just want to close my door and leave the voicemail on and be like, everybody go ahead and say it. And then when I'm ready, like, I'll just listen to all the voicemails, yeah. but that's not how life works, obviously. So um, I feel like it affects me because it's it's um, teaching me how to be okay with just listening and not having to um, respond all the time. Yeah. And that's something that I've been like learning while this is happening. Just been listening, like. Um, but also at the same time, it's kind of a. It's kind of uh, an eye-opener as well. Because a lot of people I didn't know really cared about stuff like this. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I know, right? I was shocked. I was shocked at some people that were coming out. Yeah. I was, like, pleasantly surprised but shocked. Um, Yeah. I totally feel you with that. And thank you for answering that question. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, You know, have you ever had any issues with cops? Um, <laughs> you want to know it's funny though, now that I, now that you, when you said that last time, I was thinking, well, uh, before we got on the call again, yeah. um, I have twice. What? Like, yeah, no, listen. Yeah. I had to think about it. Cause I was like, have I ever, I was like, no, but like, listen, so one time yeah. was, was it twice or was it once? What was the other one? Okay. So I'll tell you once was. My friend, I went to one of my uh, friends' housewarming parties. Nice. And it was, like, insane. Like, it was a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. It was, like, so many people in the house. Maybe, like, 60 or 70 people. Wow. Yeah. And um, it was late, like, maybe 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, um, and I'm, like, sitting on the porch with, like, two of my other friends. And there's like, like I said, like music playing. And then all of a sudden we see like two cops come up. Yeah, like, and I'm like, oh crap. Can I ask like, what race they were? Huh? Can I ask what race they were? Oh yeah, they were just two white cops. It was, this is an SF. So this is like maybe like, I want to say almost like two years ago or last year. San Francisco? So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it was right there by Petrayo Hill. So, um, yeah. Yeah, two cops come up and um, we've obviously been drinking. Like we're just sitting down, just chilling. The, it's like end of the night and um, just co- having conversation. And two cops come up and they're like, "Is this your house?" And we're like, uh, "No, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like this is a house party." Like da da da. So um, they end up um, they want to speak to the owner of the house and like every i i went into my two of my friends that were sitting there mm-hmm. they were white they were it was so funny because they were more scared than i was they were like oh 
Like Wait, not even saying anything. Question, was the cops, were the cops talking to you or were they talking to you and your friends? They were talking to all three of us. Okay. We were, it was just three of us sitting on the front porch. And, okay, and your friends were more afraid than you. Yeah, it was just funny to witness. My friends were like, uh, well, uh, and I'm like, uh, no, it's not our house. Like we're at like my, our friend's party. Like it's a housewarming party, blah, blah, blah. And um, so we go, they were like, oh, okay, can we want to speak to the owner? So I go to the, go inside and I bring my other two friends. I'm like, get inside so we can tell, what's his name? Uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but let's tell him to like bring, he, you know, the cops are outside. So I go inside. I'm like, the cops are outside. Everybody freaks out. Like, it's only like, in my view, it's only like three black people. Me, where everyone runs out. Yeah, it's like me and these like two other black guys, and everybody else is white. So we're like, they're like, oh my god, the cops. And then my friend is like, low key, like hiding. Like he doesn't want to talk to the cops. I'm like, wait, is this even your real house? Like, why are you scared? Like, should I be scared? Like what's going on? Um, no, but like to make, to wrap it up, but like I ended up, had to convince him to like go speak to him. And they just wanted like the noise to be turned down or something you like that. Convince but, like, him to go speak to the cops. Yeah. Cause he wow. was like, I can't, like, I'm so scared. Like, the, wow. I was like, oh my God. Like I should be, I told him at one point, I was like, I should be scared. I was like, you are, like a male a gay male and you you can you can do this okay you can go speak to the cops like <laughs> i should be the last for all the gay boys out there <laughs> yeah i was like you can speak to the cops it's gonna be fine um but yeah so that was one incident the other incident was like when my dad that was like last it was last year no it was it was uh the last christmas Mm -hmm. I was in SF here at my house. Can I just interject and say laughter is pretty much healthy? Yes. Call history and things that have happened to us sometimes <laughs> like holy poop, like how the hell? How yes. That I think I think about that all the time. Yeah, it's like anyway. It's crazy. I just interject and and no way are we laughing at you know bad things, horrible things that have happened. Oh yeah. No, this is like literally like we're not laughing at anybody or at a situation and we're not endorsing anybody to go do these things. It's just, exactly. I'm just telling like some experiences that I've had, um, which is only two times I've ever spoken to cops. It was just kind of crazy. The second time. Let's go. The second time was, uh, it was Christmas of last year and I got a, like my gate, somebody called me at the gate and I'm like, they're like, is this Erica Adams? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, this is the San Francisco Police Department. And I'm like, uh, okay, what do you want? And they're like, well, we need to do a safety check on you. I I'm like, what? I never even heard of that in my life. Me so I was like, they were like, can we come in? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to let the cops in my apartment. Like, what the fuck? Like, no. So I didn't let them in, but I did go downstairs. So I was like, I'll go down to the gate because they can't come in the gate unless I buzz them in. Right. So I just, I went down to the gate. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's Christmas. I'm thinking like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm thinking like, dang, I hope nobody died. Like that's the first thing I'm thinking of. Like somebody's dead. Dang. Right. So right. thank God nobody died. Disclaimer. But I go down they're like, oh, we, well, we had to do a wellness check on you because, um, I say like, who asked to, for a wellness check on me? Right. They're right. like Eric Adams. That's my dad. So my <laughs> dad had called the cops on me 
Yeah, my dad called the cops on me because he could not get in touch with me on Christmas. I'm like, dude, it's not, it was like 8 a.m. And like, it's like 8 a.m. in the morning on like a Saturday. I'm knocked out. I'm like, I went to the movies like the day before on Christmas Eve, like in Oakland and came back at like 1 a.m. or something like that. And I was like, I'm knocked out. I didn't even eat breakfast. I'm like in my pajamas talking to the cops. What's going on? And I just was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I just went upstairs and I called my dad. I'm like, why would you call the cops on me? Like, what? But also I was mad at him. I told him, don't ever call the cops on me ever again. Wow. Like, I told him he put my my life in danger. Like, and he was like, relax. I was like, no, you really did. Because <laughs> I was literally not going to answer the door. Yeah. And what would happen if they broke in? And, and Yeah. So it was just, that was just a whole crazy situation. But it was. It was funny. Like I was like cracking up. Um, like Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what if cops knocking at your door, right? Check. Shout out to the dads out there, though the caring ones. My right. Dad. Shout out to like no, my dad does not play. He will like find me like and whoever took me. Like what? What's like he will find me. Like yep. no matter what. Yo, my dad. My dad did the same thing. He couldn't find me in the college dorm room I was in, and he would have my sister call all these different dorm rooms looking for me. Oh, my God. It was horrific. I had my friends knocking on my, on my door looking for me, and it was just one day he did a surprise visit on my tail, a surprise visit, and I had a boy over, and oh. it was, and my dad was so strict, and I almost, like, whoa, I almost <laughs> Red. I couldn't I couldn't believe it and it wasn't just my dad it was my dad and my mom and my sis oh crap down the hall because I shared the the floor that one side was girls and the other side yeah. was the football team so okay so my dad was very very worried <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say what your dad does for a living or no oh yeah no my dad's um he's a cop wow so yeah so he was definitely checking up on you. What's it like having oh, yeah. what's it like having a daddy that's a cop? Um growing up with him as I, I don't even know how long how long was he a cop for or is? As long as I've known him. <laughs> as long as I've known him. So, um, norm, so can you describe a little bit what it's like growing up with a cop? Um I mean, I don't really see it as like growing up with a cop. I see it more as just like, I have, I really don't think there's any, anything that's like noticeable different than other people's families, other than like, I went to um, his jail once. Like I went to like, I went to like, I've been like inside, I got to see stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I think I rode in the cop car once, like with the siren, I think, I feel like I remember like, or with the sirens or like, was it, I think it was just like around the neighborhood, like, and I thought that was like, so cool when he would do that. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. And then we talk about the law all the time. So like, um, not all the time, but more now that I'm older, um, we have those type of conversations where I kind of just like, it's more of me asking like, why is this such a thing? Or like, how could I like not get away with anything, but just more like what, like, why would this happen and how could things like, you know, be different, et cetera. But he's been pretty chill. That's good. 
I've never had to use him yet. I'm saving that card. I was going to say, <laughs> some of the people I grew up with who knew cops, if they got pulled over, they're like, oh, um, my dad's a cop or my uncle's a cop. And then, you know. They- I've never been pulled over in my life. Mm-mm. Wow. You're blessed. I've never been pulled over. You're blessed. Let yeah. You are blessed. No, my the passengers are blessed because you don't want me driving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That's like one of my main goals in life is to have, uh, this sounds so horrible to say, but like, you know how people just have like these amazing goals. They're like, Oh, like when I'm, you know, get this type of money after you're like giving to the charity and all this other stuff, you know, they're like, I always wanted like a, a, a Lamborghini car or people are like, I've always wanted like a big house. Like that's when I know I've made it or like, you know, something like that. Right. Or like I've always wanted to travel or something. I'm like, my little thing is like, I've always wanted a driver. (laughs) I've always wanted, I've always, because I hate driving. No, really. I hate driving. And I feel like it's a really big responsibility. And I've had a lot of friends die from drinking and driving. And Mm. just like, even I've had friends like die from just getting hit by cars. Like I know at least like eight or nine people. And it's just like a lot. And to me, it's like, especially when you have passengers, I'm like, dang, like, I'm in charge of these people's lives. Like, it's just like a lot. So it sounds so funny, but like, really. So, um, and also like when I started to like, you know, if I had a cocktail or something like that for happy hour, I love happy hours. I don't want to have to drive. I don't like, I wouldn't have a sip of anything and drive ever. So, um, so you want to drive, that's your life goal. You want to drive. Like, that's like one of my, like, you know, like my bucket list. Like I really, really, really. I want to be able to be like, I want to go to Tahoe today and like yeah. just be able to go. Like, <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, just be able to go. So awesome. Um, you know, it's good to have goals like that. It really helps like us feel good, especially with like, yeah. health and and just striving for goals and and think about like life. Like, I feel like it's people, especially now, right now. I mean, and we should like within the climate that's happening. Like, we need to like, you know, stand up for you know, if we see something that's being, um, if we see something that's happening that is not um, within justice, like we need to be able to speak up and we need to be able to say certain things and we need to be able to like, um, you know, just like make sure that we're doing things correctly and like within the kindness of our hearts and like treating everybody nicely. But also we have to remember that life is still low-key going you know what I mean like people do everybody has struggles right now you know like and and I just always want to just try and like make sure that um I'm trying to phrase this correctly I want to just make sure that like I don't just say people are laughing but like I love just having encouragement and like just being able to like it's okay to laugh like you know, right now, like, I feel like sometimes people are very afraid to just like laugh or people are afraid to just like, you know, say that they're not okay or that something else is bothering them other than what the majority of the world is caring about right now. And, um, I don't want people to feel hesitant about being their true selves. So even though sometimes I'm like, dang, like, I didn't want to say anything about me wanting a driver like there's black people dying right now like well how do I sound right now but then I was just like you know what like it's okay like you know so you have, I have to remind myself and remind other people in the same time like it's okay that you, you can you can do both like you can 
exactly. still live and still have these crazy wacky things that you wish you could do one day. <laughs> yeah. And it's a great balance. We have to yeah. balance. balance. That's the word. Yeah. Erica, it was a pleasure having you on. This was so fun. Yeah. I, I had this a great time. Erica, can you give, um, would you mind giving your, um, social media handle if anyone wants to follow you um i think it's um, really no, okay. no i'm just kidding yeah of course I will. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you guys you guys can see her face you can't see her face but i can't i thought her face was like okay okay so your podcast as well yeah yeah so my instagram is erica adams a-i-r-i-k-a-a-d-a-m-s and my um um podcast is called fresh melanin um like the melanin on your skin and fresh like the smell of sunflowers fresh melanin and um yeah so you guys we're on itunes we are on um google play spotify basically any place where you can listen to a podcast and yeah that's about it that's awesome so um i hope you all got that um Erica Adams is her Instagram and Fresh Melanin is her podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you, Erica. No problem, girl. Thanks for having me on the show. You're welcome. Bye. I love it. Bye.